When young men went to war in 1914, they had no idea what they were going into. The call-up had been greeted by enthusiasm, even excitement. But that didn't last long once they realised what going to war, going into battle meant. This was nothing like playing cowboys and Indians on the living room floor. The truth is that one of the reasons why lament is so necessary as a discipline of prayer is that conflict and sometimes bloody conflict following Jesus is inevitable. Those who speak for God will be ridiculed. They will be targeted if they put their head above the parapet. Jeremiah was, Isaiah was, John the Baptist was, Jesus was. Loving the Lord with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind and all our strength will lead to conflict. Then lament comes into focus, making our faith real. When the first disciples saw their dear friend hanging on a cross, it was probably the first time they realised what following him could mean. After all, didn't he say, to follow me, you must carry your own cross? And as they looked silently, they, with his mother, lamented with tears. In Psalm 119, the longest, with 176 verses, the background to the psalm is conflict, opposition and persecution. Why? Because this man loves God. He loves God's word and he desires to live it even though by doing so he is pinpointed as the freak needing redoctrination. He's alone being battered by the arrows of enemy opposition. And he laments. Streams of tears flow from my eyes, he writes, for your law is not obeyed. Those young soldiers didn't have a clue what they were going into. But fortunately for us, Jesus warns us of the cost of following him into battle. If we are serious in our commitment, sorrow is inevitable. But be encouraged. He weeps with us, and one day he will wipe away every tear from every eye.